Hello from the depths of the abyss, this is Azeroth Coast Coast. I am the voice of Nizoth, Gavril, and these are my faceless generals, Kevin. Hello. And Chris. Good day. Last week, we didn't do a show. And this week, we're just going to talk about whatever comes to mind because we couldn't think of something to talk about this week. There's no musical throwaway because of Space Aids. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. That was so lackluster. I loved it. <laughs> so, Gavril, you know, a uh, few weeks ago, we said that you had been taken by um, animals from the abyss or whatever, like aliens. <laughs> Then like, we said you lost a finger there. Then you said you came back with space aids. I'm very concerned about this. I am not all that concerned because um, just follow your heart and Zoth will bring you wherever you need to go. Or the void. Okay. Or the void. So, Kevin, you're weak. How was it? Um, I have been playing WoW a lot less than I have in previous weeks. I think the the burnout is real. Um, I still don't have the the octopus mount. I've been trying to get that. I'm over a thousand. I'm I'm close to like a thousand five hundred casts right now. Uh, it's it's a lot. Um, still haven't gotten it yet. I don't I'm not I don't want to do the other fishing stuff, the Antorus raid, we're still doing that, but it's become let's do two bosses or three bosses and call it a night, which I'm okay with. Have y'all um, did y'all y'all completed heroic, right? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, that's yep. basically all you're gonna be doing for the rest of the expansion. You're just gonna be sitting there going like, uh, do y'all really want to raid tonight? Uh, not really. <laughs> no. And then we get like six people who stick around to do Mythic Plus dungeons and someone has to sit out, which feels bad. And the rest of the people do like two dungeons and then call it a night. So it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It's Welcome not, to the end of your first expansion. Yeah, it's kind of it's shitty. It's very, why, why do you so, think I haven't been playing like WoW at all? Why I, do you think I've most done this, people haven't been? I, I don't True. like, I've done this enough times that I'm just like, the first no, the first moat of like, oh, you, you're not really having as much fun as you used to. Oh, fuck this. I'm going to go play something else now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm, actually. And um, we've been getting two, three, four, five people together on a consistent basis um, pretty much every day. And playing some games. And uh, Vince got uh, Deckard Kane and... Um, he's been having a lot of fun with that. I was going to say, and including the inestimable um, yeah. Vince Minucci playing Heroes with you, right? Yeah. Which is rare. Yeah, he actually has been around. Well, Deckard Kane, I mean, it's his jam. I mean, he's he's hey, all about it. Mission. So we've been trying to figure Just out what combos well with Deckard and how do we wombo combo the Deckard Kane. So. Um, it's been fun. Deckard and Ragnaros and everyone else that has an AOE. Yep. Well, we we were talking earlier about Deckard and uh, Sergeant Hammer, and once you get the talent that refreshes the potions, and you just throw like four on Hammer while he's in siege mode. I mean, he's like unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I think you actually have to move though to trigger. No, really? you don't. You it do just not. it just automatically retriggers. That's when she loses health. That's automatic. That's bullshit. Okay, that <laughs> you should have to move over it. That's broken. 
That is kind of broken, honestly. Uh, honestly, I think that might oh, have just been level, an oversight. His level twenty talent is broken as shit. The rest of him's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that might be an oversight on their part. So don't be surprised if there's a uh, a hot fix to that at some point. You know, I'm also pissed off that it the potion doesn't turn to purple once it also provides mana. Yeah, but there never was. Um, there never was. That's a was hero's thing. Potion? It wasn't anything. To in rejuvenation. To reju- rejuvenation potion. There, there, there wasn't. Was there rejuvenation potions in Diablo? Not God, in it's Diablo. Been so fucking long. It's been so fucking long, man. Not in Diablo. I, I mean, I know there's legendary potions that do that now, but no. I mean, I, wasn't there something like that in Diablo two or Diablo one? I thought it was a Diablo two thing. I want to say there was something like that in Diablo two or Diablo one. Something I to Google later. Okay. Something to Google exactly. So that, that's what I've been playing. Yay. Well, that is very good, sir. Um, uh, all all I'm gonna say is is uh, sleep the entire team, entomb them, and then just unload AOE on them. Stay a while and listen. The March of the Black King. And then all of a sudden, it's like Ragnaros' hammer comes down out of nowhere. Phoenix's laser burst comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Leeming's uh, laser beam. Yeah, just don't uh, even have Chromie a... Chromie just don't even have all a, over them. Uh, no, there's Chromie just shitting oh, all over the place the shit. whole time. Oh, no, even yeah. better. Kael'thas. We got a stacked Kael'thas. Oh, yeah, stacked Kael'thas just dropping pyroblasts into them. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, especially with that splash damage on it. Yeah, Christopher, what have you been doing? Um, let's see. Uh, I've been playing Deckard, Heroes of uh-huh. the Storm. I love Deckard. I think he's great. I uh, didn't like him the first game I played, but I think I had the wrong build. Is he a replicant, really or is that just like some sort of red herring? I don't get it. References. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Blade Runner reference. Never Blade watched Runner Blade Runner. Reference. Sorry. You are the fucking worst kind of human being. We're going to sit down and watch Blade Runner one of these days. Okay. Um. So, what was I, what was I saying? What was I saying? Okay, Deckard. I, lo- I didn't like in the first game I played. Yeah, I think it was the talent build. Uh, my friend Ben sat me down. Hey, try this, that, this. And I was like, okay, we backed and forth a couple times on them. And then I think we found the perfect talent build. And he is so fun. And so strong. He's easy to kill. Uh, I, I've definitely been in the situations where, oh god, I'm not getting out of this. But uh, yeah, he's a lot of fun. I love. You've got to use the buddy system. He really should have gotten like an ice block where he just jumps inside of the Herodric cube. <laughs> yes, that's kind of brilliant. Uh, uh, he should have an ice block where he try he like pretends he has a heart attack, oh, and he's falling and he death. can't get up. Hit the medical hit the medic alert bracelet, guys! Hit <laughs> it! Fallen. Oh no, that should have been like an up. emergency. He should have gotten an emergency hearth that was like, hit the medic alert bracelet. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up, and then he instantly hearths back to uh, the, oh, uh, the core and um, teleports to the nearest core. <laughs> oh god, nearest core! Shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's old. He doesn't know which way he's going. He just teleports to the nearest core. Shit. Um. <laughs> These aren't my glasses. Teleport to the nearest core available. Enemy or ally. Shit. <laughs> that's fucking that's fucked up. Um I've been playing a lot of the beta, now that it's beta. Um they did a level reset and I'm having to start again, but I did get to see the opening Lord Run scenario, both Alliance and Horde, and the Horde um scenario to get you to uh Zul- Zandalar, I was going to say Zuldrak there. 
Um, not ice trolls. Not Island ice trolls. trolls. <laughs> uh, and the Kiltiris opening scenario as well. I okay. have things to say, but we'll get to them when I get down to the when we talk about Athelmore. Okay. Um, and me. Um, I, uh, if you haven't been aware, if you're not in Discord with us and you just don't follow us very often, I have had space aids for a little while. He's dying. Um, no, I'm not dying. I had just have, uh, I've had an upper respiratory infection. It's that time of year. Um, I'm highly allergic to a lot of pollens, especially like cedar. And so I, uh, cedar and pine and things like that. And there is a lot of cedar and pine in the area of Houston I live in. So, um, I have been trying to not die from this upper respiratory infection, which I have desperately attempting to not make bronchitis, which I think I might have failed on that one. So I might actually have to go to the doctor and get like a Z-pack or something. Um, so yeah, space aids, um, Witchwood, I've been playing Witchwood a lot. Um, I, I feel like the meta is very stale, but it's still kind of fun. It just uh, came out. Months. How can it be stale already? There weren't a lot of new archetypes added in. LB's asking which would. LB is just being a dumbass. I love you, LB. <laughs> every every episode. Every episode he asks which would. Would it be better if I pronounce it which would? Would that be better? Which should? Yes. Okay, I will make which sure to pronounce would. it which would. Going Which forward. Would Will Wheaton. Um so there's been a lot of Witchwood, uh that and Monster Hunt. I've finished up Darius Crowley and I am still working on Tess, Toki, and uh Shaw. So uh besides that, uh Dominaria, which is the new Magic the Gathering set, is out. So I've been playing a lot of that on Magic the Gathering Arena and MitGo, Magic the Gathering Online. I am actually streaming some of that. And I have been streaming some of that. Um, Hearthwood Pro. I am Hearthwood Pro, yes. Um, I have been playing a lot of that, so I have been streaming some of that. So if you're interested in Magic the Gathering and watching somebody <laughs> be bad at it, just talk to me. It's, it's Hearthstone, uh, not Hearthwood. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I was wondering, yeah, but whatever. Um, there's no feedback this week, guys. Yeah, get on. I think it's because we didn't do a show. I think it's because we didn't do a show That's and we don't like interact true. with our guests during the week. Yeah, like, we, we do a show and then we just shut down. I mean, we've, we've been doing a lot of re- retweeting about Con Before the Storm. And um Yes. Oh, we should probably add the bumper to the show. Yes, the the but well we they funded. They funded, so we don't really need to like Well it's, we stretch have goals. Stretch there's lots goals. of stretch goals. We have plenty there, of stretch goals. There's the well not we specifically, but come before the storm itself. Our stretch has, goal is to help them get their stretch goals. <laughs> Uh, my stretch goal is to be able to afford a house by September. So I think my stretch goal is a little bit more important in my, in my view. Are you going to start a GoFundMe? You don't want stretch marks? Too late. Yes, I know it was. Um, 
No, because I, I mean, I, I would not mind people giving me fucking money, but at the same time, I'm from a proud kind of people. I come from a proud people. We take nothing. I don't um, know who your people are, but I, I don't want to meet them. Um, we're mostly Slovakian. Oh, okay. If you go back for Slovakian and Appalachian, if you go back far enough. The Appalachian part is probably the reason why you are who you are. Yeah, it's Slovakian or Slovenian. I can never remember which one it is. I'm pretty certain it's Slovak, um, just because of the last name. I'm going to insert a dueling Um, banjos here. That's fine. Um, (laughs) So, by the way, if at any point during this uh, show you hear, like, I go silent for some reason. It's because I've probably muted myself, so I'm not coughing directly into your ears. Yeah, and unfortunately, we still have to hear it. Yeah, I know. You still have to hear it. So if you hear them, if you hear them just kind of like stumble for a second, it's probably because I'm off I'm off mic coughing my lungs mm-hmm. out at the moment. So Kevin's going to hit me. I had Zencaster mead. The only, thing they did, the only thing that you responded to was the stretch march thing. So that's going to sound weird. But other than that, it's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be all right. <laughs> uh, this is a professional. Aside. This is a professional fucking podcast, people. We are fucking trained. Okay, we did right. have some shoutouts this week, and we had some new countries in the top five. So the U.S., the U.K., Australia, Russian Federation, and Belgium. When it says Russian Federation, does that actually refer to Russia itself, or is that one of these satellite countries associated I, with I Russia? Don't know. I'm gonna say is this Russia. a USSR kind of thing. It's uh, a USSR kind of thing. I guess. Okay. Yeah, Zencaster <laughs> or, or um, um, SoundCloud does not recognize the split of the Russian Federation. I don't know. No, well, that, Russia is known as the Russian Federation. Okay, then it's Russia. Russia is a lot like the U.S. Just hi Russia, out hi Russia. Please don't <laughs> hack me. Um, um, Russia is built a lot. Russia is kind of, is a lot like the United States. It's like there are regions and separate sort of states within the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, can somebody move Shaper down to the channel? Yeah, I got it. Um, just a reminder, uh, for those of you who do do Discord and are following us on Discord, if you get on early on Saturday mornings, like 9 a.m. ish on Central Time, uh, and some other fucking times in other time zones, it's like latest shit for Chris. Um, and you want to listen to the show live, you can come on in and ask. We'll be more than happy to let you on in and let you listen to the show. Because reasons, and, you know, it's always entertaining to hear what we don't, what we edit out. Spoiler alert, we don't edit anything at all. Um, uh, news. News. Christopher. Okay. Um, so, as mentioned earlier, uh, World of Warcraft Alpha for Battle for Azeroth has changed to beta. The beta has officially started. Yay. Yay, rejoice. Um... Maghar Orcs and Dark Iron Dwarfs are playable and available for testing, as well as both the Alliance and Horde Lorder on opening uh, scenario, uh, as well as the opening scenarios to get to Galtiris and Zandalar. Uh, they have also turned on add-ons, so you can Yay. see your DPS, which we realized, holy shit, Destro Warlocks, they have not been balanced yet. 
how bad are Destro Warlocks? So you're doing you're doing about maybe three k DPS, four k at very most. Now, is that, is that the average player? That's, a, that's, that's the average, average player, player, the average, average player, player, an average player, player, an average spec, not de- demo, a destro, right? Yes, average player, average spec, 3 to 4k DPS. Okay. Destro Warlock, 56k. What? <laughs> Single target. <laughs> you may have broken. That's single Lord target, Almighty. ladies and gentlemen. I saw them... Instantly kill a boss and a five man. Ah, 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 that is hilarious. So, Destro will be going live, and I think Destro is our. I think, I think the, uh, I think the uh, lead dev is playing a Destro warlock this year. Um, so, uh, uh, those are going to be your broken class, obviously. Um, that's going to be your top class. New, uh, uh, so, wait, did I say Destro? I meant Demo, Demonology. It's all Demonology because of their new implosion ability. They drop all their. Um, they drop all of their demons and stuff uh, standing on top of the boss, and then pop implosion, and it instantly melts. Okay, um, so that's obviously them overreacting to breaking and shitting all over Demo during Legion. Yeah, and, you know, taking away metamorphosis and everything. So uh, that's gonna get fixed, but <laughs> it, yeah, that was a thing. Um, I do have one little complaint though, but I I, I think on the grand schemes it fa- it works itself out. So without God. spoiling anything, without being spoilery, um, the Lord are on opening as alliance, so fucking good, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. As horde, kind of lackluster. Okay, I mean I know we're horde and we're losing, but there's no epic feeling to it. Um, going to Zandalar, so fucking good. Again, without spoiling, so good, so so good. So, in to keep try to keep it spoiler free for your own sake, because I know you don't like spoilers. Um, have you done anything? Have they done anything related to Teldrassil yet? Uh, no, nothing related to Teldrassil yet. Okay, so uh, the there Teldrassil is mentions the of Teldrassil during the Alliance Lord Ron event. So it's already okay. happened by the time you're invading. You're so canonically, Teldrassil happens first, and then Lordaeron is probably the yes. response to it. Yes, um, but there's no direct th- testing Teldrassil at the moment. As far as I know, you okay. can still get to tel- the current Teldrassil as we know. Okay. All right. That's uh, that. That's that's your mission, Chris. As Next time you get in, is to see, to see if you can get to Teldrassil. Okay, I'll make a mage and just portal. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, the getting to Zandalar so fucking good as Horde, absolutely brilliant. The little the little scenario that you have to go through is absolutely fantastic. Awesome. Okay, and then um, for the alliance, very lackluster when you're going to Kaltiris. <laughs> it's like kind of crappy. There's nothing really there. Well, there's there's that's the funny that's thing what, is that there was a lot of data mining related to like going to Kaltiris in one of the big spoilery posts. So yeah. it's probably just not fully implemented yet. But here's what I'm saying. If if it, if it goes live with how it is, I think it balances itself out. Because the Lord Run for the Alliance is really, really good. But getting to Kaltiris ain't. But the, the Lord Run for the Horde ain't really good. But getting to Zandalar is. So I think it balances oh. itself out. Again, with that data mining stuff, though, there, there was a lot of data mining stuff related to... 
um, a certain psychopathic mage and uh, oh, she like she is very there. Tiras, like <laughs> finding Coltiris. So um, going to Coltiris for the first time. So I mean that there was a lot of data mine related to the strings and events related in the cinematic related to that. So I I'm guessing it's probably just not fully implemented. That'd be hmm. my guess. Probably. Um, let's talk about the Q and A. Uh, let's do that. Let's just <laughs> remember we're going to be talking. We're going to have a chance to, like, expand on all of this during yes. the actual beat of the show, so. Yes. So, very quickly, the big thing that the, that's came out of it is just the GCD changes. Um, the the idea of the changes is that they will be good for the long-term uh, survivability and playability of the game. And in regards to what is on what has been added to the GCD is as far as they're going with this. Um, Which is not practically be- everything. Yeah. The, well, except healers and tanks don't really have a lot of their stuff on there. It's primarily DPS and DPS survivabilities. Um, but that's as far as they're going. And they are pulling stuff back. I know Hunter Disengage in the next build is getting taken off the GCD. Um, there's a couple of things for Paladins that are getting taken back off the GCD. So they are pulling back on some of it. But this is as far as they're going. They're not going to add more to it. Okay. Right. Okay. Everyone happy. Okay. And, um, and now the biggest news of all: Strand of the Ancients, our lovable Wrath Baby Battleground, is being removed. Worst BG ever. <laughs> yes, worst BG ever is being removed in Which Battle for Azeroth. That? Um, oh wait, no, that the uh, uh, Strand of the Ancients is the one where you start on the boat and it's like one side defends and the other side assaults. I like that one. And then, and you then swap. it switches. That's I been hate removed that in Battle for Azeroth, uh, as is. well as a change to the actual PvP queuing system. Uh, they are adding a large-scale battleground queue for Ultrac Valley and what's the other one called? Isle of Conquest? Yeah, IOC. Um, IOC, and they are adding that into a large battleground queue that you can queue separately from all the other ones, Wintergrass, uh, not Wintergrass, Warzone Gulch, Arathi Basin, and etc., and in the future, they will probably be adding Wintergrasp and other areas that came and other expansions into that large-scale queuable system. And you yep. won't be able... And they're getting rid of blacklisting. Yep. Well, the vehicle ones were always just bad. Um, I, I can't wait to see if they ever remove Temple of Coat Magoo. I hated that and Silver Shard. I actually hated all the Wrath ones. Uh, all the Mists ones. I like Temple. I don't like Temple. But I'm Horde. Temple Horde always won Temple. Yep. Um, I think that covers WoW, correct? Uh, that covers WoW. Wow, yes. In Diablo 3 news, it's still there. It's still a game. Still mm. exists. Yeah. Um, in Hearthstone news, uh, Witchwood came out, uh, I think it was uh, two weeks ago now. Um, uh, the meta is fairly stable. Uh, it is fairly boring for the most part. There's about four or five decks that are kind of top tier that nothing else is getting around, essentially. Um, but in this week, they did release the Monster Hunt, which is the single player uh, experience for it, the single player adventure. Um, it is uh, identical to Dungeon Run from Cobalt and Catacombs with like uh, some slight changes. Uh it is kind of, it's pretty fun. I'm having fun with it. I've gone, done one of the four heroes. Uh, this time you're not selecting a class. You're selecting one of four heroes that is kind of a amalgamation slash combination of other classes. 
Um, they are nerfing the Shutterwalk interaction. Uh, it will now only store 20 battle cries, which is not all that bad. You can still one shot somebody with 20 battle cries. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're speeding up the speed of both Shutterwalk and Life Drinkers, which is a, uh, another card, uh, their battle cries. They were both kind of slow battle cries. Uh, and I said, this is fine. Everything is so fine. So the Monster Hunt um, Dungeon Crawl, is that like, do you get the power up after you win a fight like you did in the original one? Yeah. So after the fight, after every two fights, you get, like every, every other fight, you basically get a special power, kind of like a power up card or a passive ability. And then after every fight, you add more cards to your deck. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like in, if you were talking like Magic the Gathering, it'd be like a league kind of situation. Or like the dungeon run. So I, I, mm-hmm. Kevin, I want you to repeat to me what I said about it's Monster a dungeon Hunt. run, isn't it? I said it is identical okay. to Dungeon Run. So he was um, giving a comparison from something else that's not identical. Yeah, that was a not identical one. So it's it's sort of like a league sort of deal from like a TCG or a CCG, where if you win stuff, you can add more things to your deck. You can get more options to it. Um, and in sad news, Blizzard and the Hearthstone community said goodbye to, I believe it's Hamilton Chu and Ben Brode from Team 5. Uh, ben Brode, of course, mm-hmm. was the uh, lead designer, I believe he was? Yes. Uh, for Hearthstone. Yes. Uh, they have both left to pursue other opportunities, which is understandable because they've both been working on Hearthstone since the beginning, I believe. Yep. Um, so that's almost 10, 7 years, I think it is now at this yep. point. A long time. 5, 7 years, something like that. Um, they've been doing this for a while, so it, it's understandable that, you know, they wanted to kind of branch out and do something else. I, I thought Ben sad. Brode, go I on. thought he was going to, like, go up in the Blizzard ranks. No, he decided that he wanted to get more, like, back into the trenches. Like, the the tweets and stuff that he sent out announcing it, uh, he was going more back into the trenches. He wants to get back into programming. He wants to get back more into the hands-on, nitty-gritty parts of game development. I am sad, though, because I love Ben Brode. He's awesome. And I'm not going to see his smiley face whenever I open up the Hearthstone stream anymore. Yep. I thought um, he was going to be, like, the next medicine. No, no. Well, he was no, the he was the medicine of... He uh, was medicine for Team 5. He was the medicine of Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was medicine for Team 5. Um, so they are both actually staying in video games. And uh, current speculation, I don't know. I haven't checked their Twitters or anything like that recently. But the current speculation is that they are both... Because they both left at the exact same time. Uh, they may, in fact, be uh, opening their own indie studio. So, um, Which will be great. Congrats to them. Um, as long as they're not working on Artifact, it'll be fine. I love both What's of them. Artifact? They're awesome. Artifact is the Valve Dota 2 Hearthstone. Okay. Slash Gwent. Slash Hex. Slash Shadowverse. Last slash crap. Eternal. Huh. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Uh, here's the storm. Deckard's out! That's pretty much it. Deckard's out. We love Deckard. We've, Deckard's great. We've said that like a dozen times now, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deckard's out. <laughs> yeah, Deckard's out. Um, Kevin? The Overwatch PvE event, Retribution, will be ending in two days as of this recording. And uh, yeah, I'm assuming that Tuesday it will not be there anymore. 
it's the 30th so yeah um that's actually um yeah tuesday so yeah but theoretically on tuesday I, that goes silent what points. i will say is blizzard bring more of these things because they are amazing we love it the hearthstone really pve content it is so good keep it yep. up it feels so Overwatch. much just like vermintide what did i say you said hearthstone that's not what stuff. I meant to say. Overwatch. We love the Overwatch PvE content. Um, it just plays like Vermintide. I love it. Um, actually, bring do do more Hearthstone PvE content too, that please. Too. Yeah, because we love thanks. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we love I that mean, too. Just add in like prog- like R- RPG progression to it, and then just spin it off give, to a new game. Just give us more PvE stuff in these games that are just PvP orientated, because not all of us like PvP. One first-person yeah. shooter um, RPG. So, uh, real quick, just to clear out almost the entirety of the rest of our news, uh, years later, Blizzard has finally begun adding pay-to-play slash monetized maps to the arcade in StarCraft II. Uh, they announced this plan, I believe, back either in uh, Wings of Liberty or Heart of the Swarm. It was Heart, uh, but I they, believe. I think it was Heart. Uh, but they took a shitload of backlash over it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this so, goes. Um, a lot of people, some people have played the games and they said, uh, it's mostly just, uh, so it's not like you pay to play the map but there's like monetization added to the maps and things like that has anyone made arcade things where there's like progression and rpg style that's actually one of the maps that they added oh. in with then the they do a star then they make a then someone make a like a world of starcraft thing at some point yes somebody did using the uh starcraft 2 engine uh which is a scaled up version of the Warcraft. uh wow engine i no, it's actually it's not a scaled up version of the wow engine i think it is a slightly separate it's a engine. separate engine yeah because um heroes it, of the storm uses the same engine it's as got Starcraft the same II. backbone but it's its own engine yeah uh so yes yeah, somebody did utilize the uh, starcraft 2 engine to create a world of starcraft which is apparently still going and it's actually quite fun from what i understand so cool. yeah um and in the end of our news. Um, Destiny 2 Warmind, does anyone care? That's going to be released in May, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I'll be playing does Pillars anybody, of Eternity. No. I'm sorry. Does, does anybody care about <laughs> Destiny 2 at this point? On. I mean, I have, I have I the season pass. I then. I have the season pass, and it's like, again, like, like, like we talked about, like I talked about with Vince, it's like 2017 Biggest Regret, Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah kind of. pass. Like I jump in every now and then when I just want to shoot stuff mindlessly, but yeah, it's not a game that I go out of my way. Oh, I need to play this. Yeah, it's not like how it was. Now you're gonna have to excuse me for two seconds. Sorry, I just had to cough up a lung real quick. Um, um yeah, I'm um, I'm doing great. There is one other thing that I want to just remind people about in regards mm-hmm. to BlizzCon. Uh, ticket, the first wave of tickets are going on sale Wednesday, Mar- May 9th at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, so if mm-hmm. you are, per- if you are looking to purchase tickets to go to BlizzCon, May 9th, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, as far um, as I know, they're going through Universal again. Okay. As far as I that know. That works. Because that's what they did uh, last year. Yes, they are going through Universal again. So, uh, okay. it will be, it will be the, the, the Universal online system. Second wave right. is Saturday the 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time to, accommodate the european fan base so that's probably where i'll get my tickets <laughs> shit bags um i think right now um like to break the fourth wall and piss kevin off i think right now would be a great time to insert the bumper for calm before the storm yeah so uh let's go ahead and uh 
guys, if you gave last year and you haven't given already, or if you're planning to give but you didn't know when, uh, now's the time to do it. They have reached their initial funding goal for their Kickstarter. I believe it's through Kickstarter, right? Kickstarter, yep. They're, they've yeah. reached their 13,500 goal, but there is still stretch goals for other awesome things. So the other awesome things like a second ballroom, mm-hmm. uh, increasing, uh, increasing what's going on with the art auctions and all uh, the other stuff that's going on. If they reach their full stretch goal of twenty eight thousand five hundred, they will have a they will have two fully equipped rooms on the fourth floor of the Hilton for twice as many World of Podcast panels. Yep, that's going to be real interesting. So. Uh, Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and just throw you into that. Um, it's it, it's a little bit long because it is a full Kickstarter pitch for this year. Um, so I think it's a minute and 45 seconds, I think it was. Is that Something correct? Like that. It's, it's like a minute and 45 seconds. So uh, just please, uh, if you love Blizzard and Warcraft podcasting uh, or any of the content creators that exist within the whole Blizzard ecosystem, uh, give you're not going to be judged otherwise. So if you'd like to give something and uh, we'd love to hear about it. Um, so here is your bumper for Con Before the Storm, the Kickstarter. The hype for BlizzCon 2018 has begun, and so has our planning for this year's Con Before the Storm. Con Before the Storm will bring together fans and content creators for all of Blizzard franchises once again at the Anaheim Hilton on November 1st. This is the largest Blizzard community-built event, and it's made possible thanks to everyone who supports our Kickstarter campaign, which is now live at conbeforestorm.com. Our initial funding goal is $13,500, and we're confident we can hit that goal with the community's help. As always, we plan to include meet-and-greet opportunities with dozens of content creators, including artists, podcasters, Twitch streamers, esports personalities, and much more. Returning fan favorites that are already confirmed for this year include badge artists Egg Dishes and Tepish, as well as the return of shirt and button designer Nadia Lee. Finally, it wouldn't be Con Before the Storm without World of Podcasts, which will be celebrating its six-year anniversary. However, our plans for World of Podcasts have grown, as have the costs to make it a reality, and we need your help to bring World of Podcasts back for its best year yet. Get ready for a great night of podcasting content should we hit our stretch goal of $24,500. To learn more about our plans, stretch goals, and backer rewards, go to combeforestorm.com and follow at combeforestorm on Twitter for ongoing updates. See you at BlizzCon. Okay. All right. Uh, that is fantastic. I... I'm so glad we were able to do that. Um, I don't know if we're going to do the full-size bumper every single episode, um, but uh, hopefully we're going to get the, the – uh, hopefully they'll release their shorter bumper uh, like they did uh, last year, and we can go ahead and just throw that in at every episode at some point uh, because we do love Calm Before the Storm. We do love the whole organization. We do love our other fellow Blizzard podcasters and content creators, so uh, – Remember, if you want to, just uh, go ahead and track down their Kickstarter and go ahead and give them a little bit of money. All right. Yeah. We all good, boys? I loved Con last year. It was so much fun. Yep. I know you were panel last year. Yes, I was. It was great. Panel last year. Uh, don't know if we're going to get a panel. You don't know if we'll be on a panel again this year, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. There it goes. Uh, but, you know, he, Chris was on a panel because <laughs> he's got history with the with Blizzard content creation, 
in fairness, we decided that I'll do it because uh, you couldn't go on Kevin's. Yeah, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Kevin's Kevin. We love you, Kevin. Love you, Kevin. Let's face it, Chris has got the sexy accent, so he... Chris has got the sexy Scottish accent, so Mm -hmm. we'll go with that. Yep. I'm just much more charismatic and entertaining, though. (laughs) Yeah, but I have the accent, so the the charisma's there by default. True. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like we're kind of even on that. Yep. Um, so uh, our main topic is just like nothing. We're just kind of going to chit-chat a little bit, uh, just some sort of stuff that we were kind of going to talk about on separate shows, but, you know, we could, like, figure out how we could pad it out enough to get a full show. In fact, I mean, this show is going to be a short one anyways this week, so um, we're probably looking at just about an hour maybe. Uh, that's if we kind of stretch this a little bit. So, um Kevin, was there anything you wanted to talk about this week? I know we were kind of talking a little bit before the show, trying to yeah, I wanted to get into some of the Battle for Azeroth Q and A stuff that went on. I think that the backlash on the GCD changes is really kind of unfounded right now, especially because they haven't finished tuning that completely. So, Uh, mm. the, the thing is, is that it's like they 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 so consciously removed fucking everything from yeah. the GCD. A lot of people have never played. There are people out there like you who have never played without a GCD. What's a GCD? With a GCD. With, with a GCD. GCD people on like everything. you never played with the GCD sim- yeah. on everything. Yeah. And like the, the way the system used to work. Yeah. The, the quality of life that came from that, especially from a DPS standpoint, if you could one macro all of your DPS cooldowns, uh, plus trinkets, because they were off the GCD as well, to just click it and then start DPS. Hmm. You can't do that anymore. You you have to the infamous blow them up arena. The incident, the, yeah, the infamous swifty one shot macro is what comes yep. to mind. I mean, I am very <laughs> interested on how this does affect PvP because I like some of the things that they're talking about and the scenarios that they put during the um, Q and A. They said like, you know, if your tank is going to die and you're going to die and you're healing, you have to make decisions on, you know, who do I heal and where do I spend my resources because I might, you know, by the time the GCD comes off cooldown. I might not be able to heal both and keep them both alive. Well, especially for you as a healer, it's yeah. going to be really, you're going to have to learn to communicate very heavily with your fellow healers. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when GCD was a prominent thing back in the day, um, you had, had their own to chat have, channel. they had their own chat channel and they communicated with each other extensively about who was going to be doing what. Uh, so, okay. When the spike so he should spike damage somewhere around the second minute, around the two-minute mark. When he does, Burton, you need to go ahead and pop your cooldowns, and other healer, you need to make sure you've got a big heal primed and ready to go to drop onto him while the cooldown is active. Mm. I remember and then, during the ICC, during ICC, during the healing fight, where you had to heal up the dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, our uh, healers uh, went into a separate uh, vent, tra- vent channel just so they could coordinate uh-huh. That's kind of cool. That was a big like one. Um, and then um, um, Sarfang, Deathbringer Sarfang was another yes. one that required a lot of communication. I was uh, the Deathbringer be- Priest for that fight, and I was getting shouted yep. at all the time, do this, do that, do this. Yeah, so it, it, it's, and, and especially when, you know, you were somebody that had a, uh, if you were a paladin and you could divine shield somebody, you could divine intervention somebody, uh, you know, you were included in that healer channel because you were necessary to keep the fight from wiping. Mm. Um, so it, it's it's going to require a lot more communication, especially amongst healers. Mm-hmm. Um, t- 
tanks will be fine, but healers we're going to have to they're going to require a lot more communication because when you have a GCD you can't just spam renew. It's it is also important that they down. are to take into account that they are they are pulling back on it. Heroic leap, infernal strike, disengage, they're all going back off the global cooldown. They made it very yeah. clear that for like warriors and de- and demon hunters having having a target reticle and then it not working because of the GCD and that's the most frust- one of the most frustrating things on the planet. So they're get they're yep. they're, they're lear- they've learned that's a bad thing. Let's not do that. And they are buffing other abilities to give upfront damage. I know Bloodbath for Warriors is getting a buff right away um, to compensate for the GCD. Um, so they are they are trying to build around this to be an overall change that's going to be there for good. So I mean, what what is the main yeah, behavior it, that they're trying to curb? Uh, spamming, spamming, spamming. mindless abilities. spamming. Like right. you sit there and just they, they also or any ability. Period. Uh, Ian also made it clear that the the big the big thing that they are also trying to show is high skill players. Someone in a high skills, someone a high skill player, any situation that you mentioned earlier, where the tank is dying but they're standing in the fire, they would ha- they will have the experience, the knowledge of the fight, and just the general. Uh, awareness to say right do this do this done split second someone who isn't as as experienced or as knowledgeable wouldn't be able to do that they wouldn't make a split second decision like that it'll take them time to learn to get that reaction do you think that's so is it it also going to go to like dps like Will the DPS players who understand oh, yeah. their cooldowns, oh, yeah, no, will they do more DPS than someone who's just completely well, unskilled? Yeah. It, it's 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 going to close. It's going to narrow the gap on burst windows uh-huh. back to how burst windows used to be. Burst and windows used to be relatively PvP. short. It's like ten to twenty seconds at most for a burst window. Nowadays, your burst window is up to a minute, mm-hmm. especially um, with prolonged power with prolonged power and things like that your 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 burst window is like 30 seconds to a minute now it used to be 10 seconds 15 seconds 20 seconds um so i it, it's not gonna be surprising to see the burst numbers come down like those peak numbers for most of the dps classes come down it's, yeah. it's, it's just gonna happen um but really the whole goal on this is to slow things back down and you're not going to see a big change in sustain numbers. Well, obviously you are because of the stat squish, but overall percentage-wise, you're not going to see a big change in a character's sustain. It will be the burst that, that feels this a lot. Well, yeah. So when when your when your team pops heroism and you've got a potion of prolonged power, and then you know your melee's got potion of you know ancient war up, and you know it's suddenly oh this is I'm I'm not doing quite as much damage as I was before. Like I used to be able to clear ten, five two percent of the boss's total health during my burst window. Now I'm only clearing one percent mm-hmm. kind of deal. And they said that the goal is not to slow the game down. So how is it not slowing the game down? It's it's not like especially in PvP. It is going to make PvP. PvP is okay. So the thing is, is that overall the speed is going to stay similar, but the decision making process is going to be slower. Yes, more deliberate. So in PvP, it's going to be much more deliberate. Yes, that's a good way to put it. It's going to be a lot more deliberate. So in right now, it's like you can just go ham on somebody in an arena and. Like, oh, hey, they CC'd me. Okay, in the middle of my rotation, I'm just going to press my trinket and get out. 
or you know I'm going to spell reflect in the middle of my tra- middle of my rotation. You won't be able to do that because things are going to be back on GCD. So it's going to be like, okay, I need to figure. Okay, they're getting ready to cast something. I got to stop doing this, and I got to get ready with my trinket or my spell reflect and get that all ready. You can't just kind of just like yeah. mash buttons on I mean, the fly. They, they s- what you press the way actually that they say it now. is that you know when you don't have something on GCD, you remove decision making. You don't have to think about. It. You just press the button and you get out of it. Yeah, which is true. It's a it's a, that's a hundred percent true. That is a hundred percent true. When there's no GCD, you are not thinking about what you're doing. Like you just my do ret- it. When I play Ret, it is literally just mash one through four. I just roll my fingers over one through four. <laughs> and especially that's it. Especially as a healer, um, if again with the situation that was mentioned, could just you could roll out of something while still healing the tank. If you were a monk, for example, you just. Uh-huh. You just roll out, and you've still got uh, uh, your your GCD to just heal someone because it's on. It's not on the mm. GCD. But adding so stuff to the GCD will make will give you more of a decision. Okay, can I do this? <laughs> do I have enough time between when the boss is going to do this crushing blow, and you know this other person keeps standing in fire and dies to heal both right. of them, or is that person in the fire going to take? more damage is he okay for now can i do this with the tank or do i need to save this guy is the tank gonna survive mm. long enough you need to make those decisions yeah. split second and, and that's where the then that, again that's where communication will become a little bit more important it's gonna be like okay hey uh hey chris i need you to go ahead and pop a pop your quick defensive real quick i gotta go ahead and uh, uh pick up the raid i gotta pick up the raid real fast uh, the raid healers are struggling, so I'm gonna but, I'm gonna pop him or something on them. But real not quick. even just communication, because communication is gonna be a big factor. But even just knowledge of the fight, do you yeah. uh, do you know you have enough time? Is there is there any incoming damage that's gonna screw up your plan? You uh, the knowledge of the fight, communication, knowledge of the class is more key than it's been in previous expansions. Without the GCD, with the GCD implemented, it's gonna. There's going to be a bigger difference between someone who's very casual and isn't very familiar with the game and is just jumping in for fun to someone yeah. who is a high-end Mythic yeah. plus uh, five-man, high-end Mythic raider. There's going to be a big differenti- differential between those two groups of people now based on their knowledge of the GCD and the game itself. Yeah, and, yep. and I think, you know, subsequently it will make you have to... Um, no personal responsibility and that will play a bigger role in raid fights yep. because mm-hmm. you know Agreed. you you can't always just you know rely on your healer to heal you if you stand in the bad or get hit by some kind of an ability like yep. you know you're not going to be prioritized if you're not the tank so yep um and actually like not standing in the bad that actually kind of like makes me think of heroes a little bit because right now there's a lot of like ground effects and a lot of really interesting weird shit going on, like the like AOEs and just alts and things oh, that are yeah. going off right now. That's the heroes meta is like all over the place. Is really <laughs> kind of crazy, and I don't know why that just like kind of connected. It's like that's an obvious throwaway, Christopher. Yeah, um, I like that. That's an obvious transition. So, um, is mm-hmm? is anyone concerned about losing artifact traits? Because this seems we, to be coming up because they're, just, they're going no, to be because, putting some no, of those into your main rotation. Because they're baking in the, the interesting ones. They're baking the interesting in ones into your class. 
but is anyone concerned about not getting the ones baked in that you like using now? No. Uh, we don't know exactly what's baked in completely yet. Well, tuning is but almost done for it, Again, right? also uh, on something Ian said during the actual um, uh, panel was that with the amount of stuff that gets added for every expansion, you need to learn to get used to losing shit. Because they're not going to add an entire system and then build on that again. Because it's right. just, with the amount of expansions that Blizzard release and the fact that they're continuing to release expansions and want to release more, it's just going to be a clusterfuck where there is 20 different things that it's affecting one spell. Yeah, I mean, I like what they're doing with you know, adding in the artifact traits and then looking at them closely and saying, here's ones that we want to kind of cherry pick and put into the spec. And here's ones that well, are just going to be throw away. That, that to me is a good system. And it, and it, yeah. you know, fosters creativity and it fosters experimentation. And then they can take what they want from that and roll it forward. And I hope they do the same thing with Azerite armor after BFA. We'll see. Depends on how Azerite armor ends up implementing. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we were kind of starting trying to talk a little bit about heroes just a little bit, though. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Uh, like, ultimately, I think that I, I'm not concerned because hopefully they give us some more really interesting shit in um, Battle for Azeroth. That I'm going to go, oh, I don't miss any of those artifact traits they didn't give me at all. <laughs> well, I don't miss any of the ones they took away in Warlords. There you go. They did bake a lot of those in, though. Not all of them. Not all of them. They baked a couple of them in. Though. A couple of them were baked in, but not definitely not all of them. And I don't miss the ones that weren't. Yep. So it's just it's a give and take. We'll see if they give us interesting enough stuff to make us not miss it. Um, but heroes, heroes. You all, Chris, you have been like jerking it over Deckard for like the last week. Yeah, I love it. Uh, um, do you feel like he's kind of changed up any of how the meta's kind of flying out right now? Have you been doing comp? Have you been doing ranked? I've done some ranked. Um, I haven't seen Deckard in the meta yet. We haven't really, at least in the ranked games I've played, um, we haven't seen him banned. We haven't seen him really played. There are stronger supports out there. There are far stronger supports out there. Um, Anna, Alexstrasza, they are definitely the ones that are up there. Uh, Stukov, you see him either played or banned in almost every game. Um, and from a support standpoint, he's not really got a big, big change to the meta. Um, not since <laughs> I will continue to say this because it's the only situation that it's ever actually happened. We haven't seen a meta change that came that came like um that came, came in like a wrecking ball that came in like Anna. We haven't seen a support meta change that came in like Anna. Oh, where it went to the double support meta? Where it really became double support, and not even just that, because Anna can solo support. The biggest thing with Anna is that she completely negates the other support. Mm-hmm. So with, with, with her introduction, there was a big healer change. Yeah. Because um, that's where you needed the double support to actually try and compensate for her bullshit. And since then, it I just kind of became the- an overall thing. Yeah, because it used to just the, the the one of the older metas was it was just a single support and then like two bruisers. Yep. essentially, it was the double bruiser, uh, double bruiser, double specialist. I remember was a thing for a yep. little while. Um, double bruiser, double specialist with a single support was. And a then thing. it became double bruiser, double special, double double bruiser, double support, and a single damage dealer. Yeah, 
And that, well, I mean, the bruisers do enough damage, that, is the thing. But that whole change came because of Anna. Yeah, a little bit. Her, just a little bit. Her I'm not, I'm going to argue that it wasn't entirely Anna. It wasn't entirely I think it was just the natural evolution of the meta. Because um, we're kind of going through... So Heroes right now, and this is this is something that I can actually like draw a parallel to. I remember playing League back when League, like <laughs> right after it got out of beta. Yep. How every time a new hero released that was a really game-breaking hero, it significantly attacked... Uh, <laughs> not, well, not even Fiddlesticks. Um... Like, um, oh god, um, shit, what was the one I remember? Um, Zach. Oh! Zach, Zach and York, like, really yeah. changed, yeah, Zach and York both really changed the meta kind of significantly, um, because they kind of entrenched that, uh, that top, that top, top lane, that top bruiser sort of thing, uh, kind of really solidified that, um, now, Heroes does not care about the lanes quite as much. No. Like the lane positions and like number positions, like in Dota, like you're one, two, three, four, or five. Laning phase or in, and heroes last till the first objective, and then you don't do it again. <laughs> I mean, the th- the thing is, is that Deckard in no way, shape, or form changed the meta as much as Phoenix did when Phoenix just came out. A f- you know, a few weeks ago or well, months see, ago. I, would, I, would I don't feel like he's Phoenix, not changed it because he's either I, yeah. because he's banned ninety percent of the time. Well, I would argue he's just I, I changed quick it. Match well, games. no, that is changing a that is that is changing a meta though. Like if, if if he is so utilitarian and so powerful that he has to be either banned or first picked, that is a significant meta change yeah. because it changes all of your mm. your drafting True. and your banning. Uh, well, who, who was banned out before on, that? Uh, I, is he being Maiev, used a lot uh, now? Ma- you, you don't see Maev a lot, um, but so Maev was who, getting who banned. Is, but Maev, I feel, was getting banned unnecessarily. She's easy I to think deal Maiev with. Was just getting banned because I think Maev um, was just getting banned because yeah, she's not before, a strong. Well, she's strong, but she's not a broken hero. I mean, uh, before that, before Stukov, I remember Malfurion was taking a lot of bans. Garrosh as um, well. Garrosh was taking a lot of bans just because he was a playmaker. Um, um, to give you an idea, was, Phoenix was banned thirty two thousand times in the last week. Where the next highest was Stukov at twelve thousand, and then Diablo at ten thousand. So he's yep. being banned yep. like triple the amount as any other hero in the game. Yep, B Dubs, B Dubs is like oh, depending on the map. B Dubs yep. is a huge ban. Right wing, like if is, it's a mobile map, if it's if it's yeah. curse. Brightwing is a ban. If it is, if it is cursed, Brightwing is ban. Same with the Haka. Yeah, any anybody that's got a global mm-hmm. um, um, is considered a ban on certain maps. Yeah, Falstead, uh, the Haka, um, Bright, uh, Brightwing. Uh, yeah, those are kind of those are the kind of heroes that you see get like though them and like anybody with a global and anybody that's got high mobility, like exceptionally well, yeah, high mobility. Tracer was getting banned for a while the, there. The top five yeah. after Phoenix, Dukov, and Diablo is Chromie, Genji, Maiev, Malfury, and Hanzo, Garrosh. Yeah, well, the, the Dragon we, Brothers we, are getting banned a lot. Yeah, well, also, yeah, Chromie getting banned is not surprised after they did the quality of life rework on her. Chromie shouldn't exist. She's a little bitch and I can't stand after. her. Okay, she was like <laughs> ultimate high risk, high reward. She is. Oh, she the is. Now she, she still is. Now she, now she is. There's less risk associated with her nowadays. It well, seems they're going like. to change her. They've already the, said that. They're going to make it so that you have to be like she has to be in vision of what she's hitting now, which isn't the case right now. 
like to be hitting people that you can't even see or out of your like vision range that's crazy I mean, that's she's she's firing a skill shot. Of course, that's that's hard to hit. Everything she does is a skill shot. She has a delayed skill shot AOE, and she's got a skill shot, uh, a long range skill shot. I mean, like if if she has to have vision to hit somebody, is bullshit. If if she has to have vision, they need to make shit easier to hit for her, or they need to make uh, her dragon sight, her 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 vision thing baseline. Yeah, Um, Genji. And then give her an option to get reveal the, on it. Yeah, the thing that talent. I don't like about Genji is just him being able to jump into harm's way and then hit the button that reflects all damage and then jump out. Or, but that's when if you know if you know he's going to do that, don't hit him. But it I, I, it yeah. seems too easy to kind of get in and get out, and like while you're in, but you're that's not, what he is. You're you're not taking any damage. That, he's Illidan. He is Illidan. Except he can be, he can't he has a be lot stunned. More mobility than Illidan, in my opinion. No, Ill, no, hell no. no. Illidan is the most mobile hero in the entire game. If Illidan has just one person to hit or a chain of minions to run on, oh my god, Illidan is the most mobile character in the entire game. Mm. You can, there is no escape from an Illidan. There is escape from a Genji. Yeah, you can, you can escape from a Genji. It takes a little bit. You just have to make sure that his fucking dash is on <laughs> cooldown. Uh, but Illidan, because Illidan has the CD reduction on hit, I think yeah. it's CD reduction on it's hit, right? It's CD reduction on hit, and it's hit from abilities or all attacks. Yeah, so if Illidan can get in your face, it's really hard to get away from Illidan. I mean, you have to you have to blow a hard CC Plus on Plus the fucker has a global ultimate. <laughs> yeah, and he does have a global ultimate, too. And his other ultimate is all about mobility. <laughs> the, other, the other hero that I've really hated to play against recently yep. is Tyrande. With the owl build that she has now, when when they okay, the funniest fucking thing is they didn't really even change the owl build. Taronda's Taronda always had a really strong owl build, yeah. even before they changed her from dedicated support to to utility. a hybrid to a utility hybrid. Yeah, which is really hilarious because you, you used to, there there there's old there's old uh what the fuck moments for heroes before the rework where she was just like n- sniping people across the entire map because she was people dropping snipe up people two- across the entire map before this rework mm-hmm. <laughs> um nope. the thing but the thing with taranda and her current build is that because they've got rid of the sustain and the healing that she could put out the only thing she has is the stun and the owl that's it that's the um, only thing she really has hunter's mark yeah. vulnerability on one person, you still, a message you, you can put on everyone. <laughs> you miss, you miss. You, if you're up against, like, say, a bunch of fucking idiots who have a Cho'Gal on their team, and you don't have any sort of like HP based damage, guess what? Hunter's Mark's your best fucking friend. Yeah, it is, but Cho'Gal's rare. I know, unless unless Bijan, unless you and in which case there is a Cho'Gal in every game. I 100% say it's a Cho'Gal. A Ho'Gal? Ho'Gal? Cho'Gal's a Ho'Gal. Is that, does that involve like a mini skirt and like a tube top? I mean, oh, that visual. Yeah. Oh. What, what do you guys think about the kind of current bruiser dive meta that's going on now? Because I've, I've noticed it a lot in a lot of games and we actually lost well, a team league game last night due to it. Bruiser, but, you know, bruiser dive has actually been the meta since like 
just you know, before Diva came out. No, Bruiser has been the been meta, meta for, for a all- long time. Okay, Bruiser has been the meta for a long while, but when Tracer, you started getting like the really highly mobile, like punch in, punch out, uh, heroes like Diva and Tracer and things like that and Genji, um, you started to see the dive meta sort of forming. Yeah. Uh, before that, it was very much like group them up and DCM. nuke them down. <laughs> yeah, group them up, CC them, nuke them down. Nowadays, uh, the Bruiser meta was a thing for a long time. That was actually what we we're talking about. What was the, uh, two bruisers, two specialists, and a support. Yep. That's what Hammer got or, a lot you know, of play. specialist in DPS or whatever. It was just whatever. I mean, how, but you had how, two do bruisers. You, how do you combat against that? Like, if they take a Varian and they take a, you know, other heroes that can dive in. Hard CC, Hard CC. High Mobility. And uh, Vision. Yeah. Lunara's really uh, so- good. Lunara's um, really good. Um, even Chromie's really good because uh, the her her little hourglass thing gives you vision, but it mm. also roots them, giving you time to get out. Uh, Chromie, Medivh, uh just because of Stormcrow form, like for nothing, for no other reason. Even though they nerfed the vision on Stormcrow, it's still really strong, and yep. he is well played. Medivh is one of the best sp- supports in the game, despite the fact that he's a specialist. Oh, well made. Well played, Medivh is a game changer. That was a meta shift. That was a meta that shift. That was a Medivh. meta shift. He's um, still strong with the um, the baseline ability to increase damage. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he's still broken. He's still really, really ability strong. That is, he's still really, really strong even with the nerfs. But he will always be um, up there. He's he's always going to be up there because he is one of those characters that you can select that can play as a support and can and you can take Medivh and Taronda. So let and. Go ahead, go, no, ahead, no, go, no, go no, ahead. Finish what you're saying. Well, just like you can take Medivh and Taranda, and you basically have a damage and a half, and like a full support between the two of them. Can I get an opinion? Shoot. Multi class heroes, Varian. And Quick Match specifically. Do you guys find that with Varian as a multi class, and uh, especially if uh, you you have no control over him, like he's not a, a member of your pre made group, mm-hmm. do you find more and more that you're getting tanks on the other side, but your Varian refuses to go taunt? Yep. Uh, your Varian is always your Varian is always going to be twin blades. Their Varian <laughs> is always going to be taunt. There's no way around that. Yeah. I very like even when Rob was playing with uh Varian the other day, he's like, So I'm gonna go damage, right? And like, no. We need you to go tank. Um or I you know, I like Colossus Smash. Colossus okay? Smash I don't like the playstyle. I love the playstyle of Colossus Smash. It is a nice balance between the two. What is um, that? If you go like uh Colossus Smash is the Unloved redheaded stepchild of Varian's alts, uh, in which like it arms gives in a Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, it gives a huge uh, damage vulnerability, and I believe it's a stun also, right? Uh, yeah, it's a stun damage vulnerability on a short cooldown. You gain damage, you lose health, and smash mm-hmm. enemies and lower their armor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a vulnerability with a small stun. I believe it is. Yeah, it's essentially. I, I think it's a mic- if, I think it's a micro stun. If you're aware of arms in World of Warcraft, it's arms. Yeah. Oh, it's the redheaded um, stepchild of the warrior. That's specs. what I play in World of Warcraft. It's the redheaded yeah. uh, stepchild. Colossus Smash is really good if they you have a high priority target that might be a little shifty or evasive. 
um, because you can just Colossus smash Warbringer into them and unload. And you can one, you can, they, he essentially does have a one shot macro yep. against anybody that is not a tank or a really beefy support. He has essentially a one shot macro with Warbringer, uh, percentage damage on Warbringer and then, uh, Colossus smash and then just follow up with a, uh, with a lion's maw. And then a couple of auto hits mm. and you usually kill most anything. Yep. Yeah. Like Colossus smash is. <laughs> Excuse me. Couldn't get that muted in time. Um, the thing about Colossus Smash is that it is the ultimate peel tool because you can blow up a high priority target really fast um, compared to Twin Blades, which is more of a sustain kind of playstyle. Yeah. Uh, Colossus Smash is a burst damage. Like, you go, get in there and you fuck somebody up. I'll go Twin Blades if we have a kill thus. Mm-hmm. Someone who does that burst, because then I can follow up with a sustain. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Colossus Smash, so I'm really always hoping that we have someone who can burst. But I, I, I will go tank if required. I like the tank spec. I like Variance Tank, I'm and I like Colossus Smash. I don't like Twin Blades. I'm the opposite. <laughs> See, I mean, t- hmm? yeah, dude. Seriously, um, I, I like play whatever. Play all the all three of the class, all, all three of the specs at, at some point. It, they're all really good. Like I'm not da- I'm not bashing Twin Blades. Twin Blades is a good style. I and mean, I, I, I don't feel like it does because it's got its playstyle. It's definitely got its playstyle. I mean, like uh, Colossus Smash versus Chogal is hilarious. <laughs> it is. It's, it's quite funny to see actually. Especially if you have a percentage damage. It's funny uh, to see actual pop. Yeah, you you can you literally can't hard counter Chogal. If he can't like lock you down somehow, you can just go in and just fuck his day up. Or any of the other like really beefy um Asmodan versus tanks. Colossus Smash. So funny. See. So one of the heroes that I see that's high on the win percentage list is mm-hmm. Probius. I'm yep. I'm baffled and confused by this. Well it's okay, like Marky. so right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like murky, but also there's a lot of maps right now where zone matters. Hmm. There are a lot of maps where zoning matters really heavily, and Probius is one of the best zoners in the game. So like Praxis holdout or a good Probius has a nightmare to deal with. Yeah, any anything that's got a capture point somewhere or a objective that spawns. That's a good map for Probius. A bad Probius like, is literally just it stacks for your hero, but a good Probius is is just on a on a control point map like Braxis Holdout or um, Sky Temple. Probius can hold that without any help. Um, what? Oh, what's the one? Uh, what's the uh, the one with the single? Um, it's the Heaven or Hell map with the with the spire that you have to kill the little guys for. Immortal? The shrine one, yeah. Infernal shrines. Huh? Infernal shrines. <laughs> Probius is ridiculous on infernal shrines because a single shrine comes up every game, every every objective. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Probius shines there. Gaslo shines there. Um, anybody that can set up a defense, yeah, the, shines on any the, of those maps. The um, build that's winning right now is the um, uh, photo tower or photon cannon build photon tower photon cannon build yeah photon cannon is a really strong build um but yeah i mean i think Hmm. we had a good discussion today we've had we've hit our hour mark yeah 
I do kind of like this just, um, talking about the meta, and I mean, it's it's very interesting just right chatting. now. I mean, I think you definitely <laughs> got to go for a dive meta, or you definitely have to go for a stun meta in the current climate if you're going to play quick match. It's just how it is. I think you just need three bruisers and two supports. <laughs> we actually lost to that comp yesterday. Three bruisers, two support. Like bruisers do so much fucking damage right now. Yep. Get a Sonia, get an Artanis, and get a Varian that goes Twin Blaze or Colossal Smash. You're good. I I I think everybody underestimated Artanis. Everyone's like, oh, he's just a great tank. And Arty I was like, no, you play you play favorite. Artanis as a bruiser. He's fucking ridiculous. Artie is my bruiser. I play him all the fucking time. If if I'm told. Oh, right, I see. You took I took, took, a, took a page out of my book. Okay. What? All I used to play with you all was Artanis. Do you not remember that? Do you not Whenever remember that? Whenever we played Heroes was nothing but Artanis. Do you not remember the video of me soloing, almost soloing five people as an Artanis? Yes, I remember. And I was playing it before you. So fuck you. Fuck you. Been playing that cunt since I got him. <laughs> I've played him since I fucking got him. You were more interested in jerking off over somebody else. Yeah, Taronda, because she was great. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, don't do that, or do that, Kevin. I got one. Go right, ahead. If you're playing Heroes of the Storm, play as a team. Do not go off on your own and as a support solo lane. Because I will shout at you. I mean, you've got to play as a team. That's what this game is about. Get together, even with your teammates, even if you're just solo queuing on a quick match. Play with I your got team. one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. If you're playing Heroes of the Storm, don't play with Kevin. <laughs> I've got one. He will one. do everything uh, he just said, except he will actually do what he just said he's that you should not do. <laughs> I have a do that. Okay. Split the party. Always um, split the party. Always split the party. Um. So, uh, I think that's about it this week. Uh, just remember, uh, if you've got the means to and you have the desire to, please, please, please donate to the Calm Before the Storm uh, Kickstarter. Uh, help them reach their big ass stretch goals, which really, and in in you know the the grand scheme of things, it's not really all that much. Not and well. you know, if if everybody who listens to a Blizzard podcast or watches a Blizzard YouTube channel donated like fifty cents, they'd make it. And the thing is, is that they have some good prizes, even if you're not going. Yep. Yeah. So the Kickstarter rewards are really nice. One of the guys said that he he did the um, scrumptious tier, which is like what two fifty, two hundred fifty dollars. He's not going this year, so that was his BlizzCon money he just gave to the Calm Before the Storm, which really cool, really appreciative. Yeah, they even have a tier for art lovers where you can pick out one of the items that they'll have in the gallery and have them print that out for you, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, So. Like I said, uh, don't be surprised. It is getting towards con season, so we're getting into the summer. Uh, we probably won't do like the big con hype stuff until probably June. Yeah, we'll, we'll like, be building up Then we'll up really hype. like, then we'll really start like every single episode. You're gonna get, hey, con before the storm, assholes. And then we'll do have it. our, then we'll have our BlizzCon prediction shows where we did i think we did four prediction shows last year <laughs> i think we did four and in then total. we did yeah, a roundup like but we did five episodes in total just built around blizzcon just built around blizzcon yeah our last exactly episode was um, like this is our last blizzcon episode promise <laughs> and then the next episode is like <laughs> then the next episode is like hey guys blizzcon hi motherfuckers <laughs> 
yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then that was like the, that was like the first show, and then you had like five more of them coming yeah. afterwards. Um, so I think that uh, is going to cover the show for this week, guys. Does that sound about right yep. to you all? Uh, Christopher, final thoughts? Um, I think that people are overreacting to the GCD changes, and yep. okay. it's not as bad as people think it is. Because Time's up. you learn, Kevin. <laughs> I agree with Chris. Final thoughts? Okay, good. Uh, so that is going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with a K. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I myself am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. Uh, to send us an email if you would like to complain or just tell us that you love us secretly, uh, send your email to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. For links to from today's show, you can visit the website at www.azeroth ctc.com choose to review on soundcloud stitcher itunes wherever you may get finely crafted mp3s of words to jam straight into your skull uh say come on barbie let's go party boys come, come on, on barbie, barbie let's, let's go, go party. party uh oh uh.